Some more on the uh, WWE releases. I was reading Virgil's Instagram. He says, it's time for the inmates to start running the asylum. Hashtag WWE releases. Virgil. Remember Virgil from back in the day? Yeah. I love Virgil. Ted DiBiase's bodyguard back in the 80s. And then at the 91. It's a 31 years ago. He, he finally left. He finally had enough with the million dollar man. And then he beat him. It's it's been it was thirty years, thirty two years ago almost, or thirty one years ago almost that uh, that that the relationship came to an end at the Royal Rumble, and then Virgil beat Ted DiBiase at ninety one SummerSlam. That was thirty years ago, Madison Square Garden, for the million dollar championship belt. Uh, but Virgil has this to say: between the sheets, and he's a little he's I, I just I love reading Virgil's uh, comments on anything. Between the sheets is where the dirt lays. Not saying much, but the truth here. Vinny has lost it, Vince McMahon he's referring to. He literally does whatever he wants with no structure. Trips, uh, Triple H, has ideas and halfway they cut the motor. People's dreams get shattered or maybe they get ignited. Depends. For me, I've been through the ringer. Use and abuse and amuse for others to benefit. Hey man, my gig was good, but looking back, if I wasn't hustling to survive, I'd be treated like dog shit to this day. Time to play your own game. Enough with the glass ceiling, the measuring stick, or the powers that be. Everyone needs to crush beef the way I do, like a god. <laughs> oh, man, Virgil. Love love that Virgil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got, yeah, he's got some, great, some great stuff. Uh, he's got a picture of the 1991 Survivor Series. It was Virgil, Bret Hart, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and the British Bulldog against Ric Flair, Mountie. Ted DiBiase and the Warlord to kick off the 91 Survivor Series. It's 30 years ago. Jeez Louise. 30 years. That's 33-0. That can't be. That can't be right. How is that possible? Uh, So anyway, uh, Virgil says, 30 years ago I carried Ric Flair for the 32nd time since I beat him at Starcade 84, 85, and 86. Our feud was similar to mine and Nail's. Lopsided and irrelevant. I made him, and he worshipped me. Basically, basically, I am Black Flair. That's so great. I I fucking love Virgil, man. Why isn't somebody needs to put? I mean, WWE would never do it. Uh, but man, somebody needs to put Virgil. Just put him on TV for for a few minutes every week somewhere. Somebody, because he's hilarious. Cracks me up. I love Virgil. And his theme music. Anyway, uh, Virgil. So, yeah, it seems true. I, I'm no huge fan of Triple H. Uh, I was never really a fan of him that much. I mean, in the very beginning, I was a fan. I actually liked the Blue Blood thing that he did. Yeah, he was Jean-Paul Levesque in WCW and basically he was a Frenchman but then he basically brought the same thing over to WWE when he left a few months later and came to WWE in 95 and he was the American blue blood Hunter Hearst Helmsley that's the creative genius of Vince McMahon he saw that this guy was a was a French uh, nobleman or something in WCW and he said ah we're gonna do something totally different you're not gonna be French Ah, that's the genius of Vince McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, so Triple H, I mean, 
when NXT was at its best, that's when Triple H was running the whole thing. And it was great. It was like, wow, this NXT was, holy shit, this is what WWE could actually look like if somebody other than Vince McMahon was running the show. If somebody who actually, actually really did care about wrestling was running WWE and making those decisions, this is what it could look like. Because NXT was a big deal in whatever, 2013 till... You know, till really honestly, until AEW came along, and then the and then they would go back, and then it was like, wow, this is great. This is kind of a, it's the Wednesday Night Wars on a, on a sort of a micro level compared to what Monday Night Raw and WCW Monday Nitro were back in the nineties and early, very early two thousands. It's like, wow, we kind of have a Wednesday night thing going on, and it was it was fun. Like, okay. NXT, let's see what NXT is. NXT is so good, and AEW is so good, and let's see what they do to, to outdo each other. Now, it's, 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 it's WWE's minor, minor leagues, so to speak, even though it's really not. It's like, it's, for years, NXT had the best wrestling on the entire product, but it's the, you know, it's, it's, not, the, it's not the big, it's not the show, it's not Raw, it's not SmackDown. Um, but it was it's so great, so entertaining. Good, long, drawn-out feuds. Not a huge roster, but a deep roster. Not a, a, you know, quality over quantity. And they were bringing in these guys from the independent wrestling scene and and Ring of Honor and TNA and, and Japan, you know, all, all these places. And it was like, holy shit, we're seeing some of these guys I didn't expect to see. Ever in a, you know in a WWE ring, just because they didn't look the part, they didn't they didn't feel they didn't look like a WWE superstar as Vince McMahon would would see them. Um, and it explains that's how we got Adam Cole. I never thought Adam Cole. I never thought we'd see Adam Cole in WWE, and we really kind of didn't. I mean, we saw him a few times at a Survivor Series a few years ago and in a Royal Rumble, and otherwise he was in NXT, and that was it. And you, I kept wondering, okay, he's really good. When is he going to be on Raw? When am I going to see him at WrestleMania? The answer is maybe... I, I don't think the answer is never. The dude is like barely 30 years old. He just has been around for so long. He feels It feels like he's older than that. It feels like he's an old, grizzled veteran because he is, but he's still a young pup. So who knows what in 10 years what it'll look like. I mean, he'll be, he'll be in his 40s, but who knows? What will Vince McMahon be doing in 10 years? What will WWE even look like in 10 years? So who knows? But NXT from like 2013-ish, uh, 12, 13, until, until really uh, AEW came along in 2019. And then they put NXT. They said, okay, NXT is going to be... Uh, you know, we're going to do two hours instead of one, which I, that's the other thing I loved about NXT back in the day was it was one hour. It was, it reminded me of the old days of watching wrestling where you just got an hour every week and that was it. And they still managed to, they didn't have a huge, huge roster that you, you know, you lost track of who was even, you knew who was on it and you didn't see the same guy every week. It was like nineties Monday night raw where you'd see Bret Hart one, one week and then you'd see him, you know, maybe not for another two or three weeks. But then next week you'll see The Undertaker. 
And then you won't see The Undertaker for a couple weeks. And you'll see uh, Razor Ramon or Diesel. And then you won't see that. You know, it was like, oh, you're just, you know, oh, good. We get to see Shawn Michaels this week. We haven't seen him in a month. And, and that's what NXT was like. You saw, you know, if one guy wrestled one week, if he was on next week's show, maybe it would be for just an interview or something. And you wouldn't, you, you just get enough to want more. As opposed to Raw and SmackDown, where it's just the same guys having the same match every week. It's just, you could turn it on, and I don't know. I don't know what's happening, because it's like, these are the same guys who haven't, these guys had this same match, I feel like, last time I watched Raw in August. So, uh, yeah, so AEW came along two years ago, and I think what happened was that Vince McMahon, being Vince McMahon, said... Oh, who, you know, who are these assholes? We're going to fucking, we're going to clean their clocks. Even our, even our farm league team, NXT, uh, is, is still part of WWE and they're going to win the ratings and everybody's going to be watching NXT and nobody's going to watch this AEW stuff. And that's not true because AEW was for the NXT audience in a lot of way because NXT was for wrestling fans, not sports entertainment fans, pro wrestling fans who wanted to see their favorite wrestlers having great wrestling matches all the time. And that's what we got. And I'm a fan of sports entertainment too. I don't just want to watch, uh, you know, a great, I, I want to see a great match, but I, I love the fucking, the showbiz shit. I love the, the lights and the music and like, you know, great entrance themes and great, uh, you know, st- I like silliness. I, I love it. I just want to have fun. I want to be entertained. I don't care. What is it? Just entertain me. Is it a great match? Is it a great interview? Is it a great promo? Is it a great uh, vignette with like silly, you know, Bray Wyatt in the Funhouse? The crazy John Cena versus Bray Wyatt match at WrestleMania that was absolutely, was like a fucking LSD trip, which I've never done LSD, but that's probably, you know, something along those lines. Uh, yeah, that's what I like to see. I just like I like anything that entertains me. I don't give a shit what it is. And NXT was hugely entertaining. And then AEW came along, and it wasn't that NXT was less entertaining. It was like, okay, now we have to divide our time. So I'm gonna flip back and forth. And I would put on if I had time, it wasn't it was rare, but I would have AEW on one TV and I would have uh, NXT on another screen. You know, maybe I'd have two iPads. Or something. I don't know. And I'd watch them both. Or just like the old days, I would record, you know. In the old days, you needed two VCRs, and I would record Raw, and I would record Nitro. And now you can just record, like, 17 things at once on, on all the DVRs. So that's what I would do. I'd just, I'd just tape them both and just watch them when I get the chance. I can't tell you the last time I watched NXT because I don't have time. Um, but I, I also don't watch that much AEW because I don't have time either. But that's that's the first one I go to. I think Vince got mad because Triple H wasn't beating AEW every single week. Meanwhile, AEW, that is their show. AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays, that's their big show. That's, their, that's the main thing. That's their Monday Night Raw. And so, and they're going up against the, you know, quote-unquote third-tier WWE uh brand which again i don't consider it to be that i consider nxt to be the top brand for a long time but you know as far as as far as what how wwe views it it's a, it's their third brand so they 
you know, it just it's crazy to me. Triple H ran that that NXT brand for so long. It was so popular. It had a rabid fan base. Sold out. They would have pay-per-views the same weekend as, say, uh, SummerSlam. And the NXT thing would be on a Saturday night, and the WWE pay-per-view would be on a Sunday in the same arena, same city, same arena. And they would sell. I think NXT would sell out quite often faster than the the main WWE pay-per-view. I don't know if that was necessarily the case for for you know every show or the the bigger ones, but it was certainly the case. And it was a white hot. Cr- you would watch the crowd. You would watch NXT on a Saturday, and the crowd is rabid, just a crowd full of maniacs going crazy for every all the and all the matches were great because they know they're going to see great matches, and then they get great matches. And then you, and then the WWE pay per view, like okay, I don't know what we're gonna get here, and the crowd was still great, but not the rabid, deafening crowd of NXT. So I think there's a couple things. I think my main thing is that I think Vince saw that Triple H could create, Triple H could do something that Vince McMahon hadn't been able to do in a very long time, and that was make something truly meaningful that really connected with the fans, that the fans felt like, this is for me, this is my thing. Yeah, I'm totally crazy about NXT. This is awesome. And Vince can't do that anymore. <laughs> He's, he just can't. And I think that, uh, I think probably a, a combination of a few things, jealousy, Vince hating the fact that Triple H, you know, he was, he was thrown some table scraps is what I think. Go and you know, go use your wrestling skills and your ability and your expertise and train these young young kids, and and put on a show every week, and uh, you know whatever. And then it became it it became the must see attraction in WWE. That's what everybody the week pay per view weekend, the WWE pay per view was secondary to NXT. I found myself like, okay, I can't wait to watch NXT TakeOver on Saturday. And yeah, WrestleMania is the next day. That should be cool too. That's going to be a lot of fun. But man, I'm psyched for NXT. I cannot wait to see what happens. You know, this guy's coming in. Shinsuke Nakamura is here. They got Samoa Joe is here. Bobby Roode. All these guys. And uh, and in the earlier days, yeah, the Sasha Banks and and Becky and Bailey and, and Charlotte and all those guys. And, uh, and it was fun. And I think, I think Vince saw that and said, fuck this, uh, this son-in-law of mine is, uh, he's creating a, he's creating something that I haven't been able to do in, in 20 years. And I think the, I think the AEW thing was maybe a good excuse to say, okay, you're not beating them in the ratings every single Wednesday night. Uh, Triple H, you're no longer, you're not running AEW, uh, you're not running NXT anymore. And then NXT got, amazingly enough, NXT got kind of crappy. <laughs> and then they let a bunch of guys, they brought cool NXT guys, got called up to the main roster, and then got cut <laughs> in recent months. And And then the other people like Adam Cole, uh, finished out their time in, in NXT and went to AEW because uh, evidently WWE wanted Adam Cole to be a manager, a mouthpiece, like one of the one of the great wrestlers on the planet, and they're like, mm, make him a manager. 
just like in the 90s where Macho Man got to be in the broadcast booth every week instead of having matches that he should have been having with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and all these guys. What a shame. So, yeah, so now uh, so now NXT is... I don't fully know what NXT is because I don't I don't watch it because I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the new NXT that looks just like Monday Night Raw, looks just like SmackDown, just in a smaller arena. I want I like the I want the NXT of old, not this new thing. And they, so we had something great, and then it got taken away. And now all the all the wrestlers that came to NXT that was like, wow, this is so exciting! All these names, they've either just left on their own, their contract expired, and they went someplace else, AEW, back to Japan, back to wherever, TNA, Impact, whatever it's called. Uh, or they or they said, no, I'm going to see what happens. This is WWE. This is like, you know, this is the dream, right? And then they went to the main roster, maybe had a few months there, maybe had a few weeks there, <laughs> and then, eh, see ya, you out of here. And that sucks, but it doesn't suck because hopefully that will lead to not just AEW, but it would be cool, you know, it'd be cool to have like other, it'd be cool to have AEW exist in other countries and not AEW per se, but the equivalent, not actual AEW, uh, you know, having a different brand and everything, but it'd be cool if there was like some huge Australian wrestling promotion that then with you know with digital things being what they are and streaming you know had a deal with Hulu or Netflix or something to to provide a, a wrestling program wrestling content that you couldn't otherwise get outside of Australia New Japan I mean New Japan had uh it's this is the thing that's just heartbreaking because there was a time where NXT was at its best Ring of Honor still had a lot of buzz um you know, I guess this is what happens when you have, you know, the good and the bad of of AEW is, yeah, we've got a, a real sizable uh, wrestling promotion that can kind of sort of compete with WWE. But now Ring of Honor is going to have a, a pay-per-view coming up soon, and then they're going to go on hiatus. And uh, a lot of their, you know, Jay Lethal, who's one of my favorite guys, he's now on, uh, he's now in AEW. And that's great. But at one point you had NXT just being the best thing on television. And on Access Television, you had New Japan. They had New Japan every week. So you could see highlights, or not highlights, but like the actual matches. Might have been a, maybe a couple weeks or a month or two later, but you could see the matches from Wrestle Kingdom. Because New Japan, New Japan is so it's so great. It's so great. And it's been, you know, my first Wrestle Kingdom that I ordered on pay-per-view back in 2014 or 15. Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think it was. And it was, oh my God, it was so great. It was such a good, like, holy shit, this is, where has this been? And and you can still, you know, you they have their, New Japan does have their app. So you could, you could get it. It's not the most user-friendly app on the planet. I've ha- I've subscribed to it in the past. It's a great way to see all their pay-per-views and all their events. And yeah, you can, you know, if you do it on Chrome, you can get the English translation pretty well. Um and it has and New Japan has a, a pretty decent app on on Amazon 
you know, the Amazon Fire Stick, but it's not, it's not as easily accessible. It would be great to just have it on a better, you know, a Hulu or something. And that's what I hope happens. I hope that, I hope that New Japan becomes more of a global thing. It seems clear that that's what they've been trying to do. Uh, and they, they seem to get close to it. And then maybe probably the pandemic didn't help would be my guess. Uh, cause then they, they, you know, the TV deal with access television expired. So you can't watch new Japan anymore in the United States on television, but it'd be just great to have a place for these, these people to go. That's not just AEW. Cause it doesn't, you know, that's going to get pretty, that's going to get pretty messy after a while. If everyone who gets cut by Vince McMahon just shows up on AEW 90 days later, it's, it's going to be too much. Then it's just going to be like WWE where they have more, more wrestlers than they know what to do with. It's already seems like it's starting to get there. And that's why I loved, I loved NXT 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, maybe into 2019 where it was just like, it was a handful of people, one hour every week and great, great pay-per-view events, two hour events with like four or five awesome <laughs> four and five star matches just nothing but it's just incredible and uh yeah it, it, tna was like that in 2000 I, I, my favorite to you know 2006 2007 2008 2009 that was probably my favorite era of tna because they had they had a perfect mix of some big stars and Kurt Angle and Mick Foley and Sting and Kevin Nash and a, and a handful of others, Jeff Jarrett and you know, Booker T. Yeah, a couple the Steiner brothers. Yeah, they had, some, they had some cool stuff. Bubba Dudley, Bully Ray, whatever his name. And uh, and then they had like their own guys. These guys that prior to two thousand two you never heard of: AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, who have become became huge main of, and, and, and a number of others. And it was just like, okay, this is cool. I actually liked the, I liked the six-sided ring. Not because it made any real sense. It just, that's something unique. That's, a, that's something that, okay, oh, yeah, I'm watching TNA because they have a six-sided ring, and that's, that makes them different. I just thought it was, a, it was a cool look. Smaller crowds, good matches, an hour or two every week, a pay-per-view and it was and they had really exciting talent. It was really a lot of fun. And those guys got to a point where they were getting a million uh a million viewers on their TV show every week. And then just uh, and then at the end of 2009 they got too big for their britches and said, "Oh, we're going to have a we're going to go on Monday nights and compete against Monday Night Raw." Oh. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Stay right where you are. It was like Thursday nights. You have your own time. Don't make us choose. Don't make it. And this is like 2009, 2010. So it's not like it's not like it is even now. It's not that long ago, but it wasn't like everybody, you know, the iPad, the tablet didn't exist yet until later that year. Most people didn't have smartphones. Most people didn't have, you know, you st- some people, well, people, probably a lot of people were still, you know, people were using TiVo. Uh but a lot of people were probably using VCR tapes still. Not a ton, but some. So it was like, okay, now you're going to make us choose. 
And then WWE said, okay, we're going to bring back Bret Hart. <laughs> and we're going to have, we're going to have some, we're going to make sure everything on our show is way more exciting than anything you're putting on. And TNA brought in Hulk Hogan at a time where like, who gives a shit about what Hulk Hogan has to say about anything in 2009, 2010. And I thought, like, oh, Hulk Hogan's back. And then they brought back, you know, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, big stars, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, big stars, uh, Jeff Jer- uh, Jeff Hardy. That's cool. But they, it was just too much. And then Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff started, like, they said, okay, you got to get rid of the six-sided ring. That's stupid. So they went to a f- the regular, the squared circle. Okay. And then it just, and then it just got to be, like, then the nasty boys were on. It was like, oh my god! It's just Hulk Hogan has just brought in his friends for a payday. They're going to squander so much money on these guys who have nothing to bring. And yeah, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair had a few. Ma- Mick Foley. These guys. These guys had their final matches in TNA. They were actually able to come in and have matches, even though they probably shouldn't have. They still did, and uh, and it didn't at that point though. Uh, people are like, yeah, okay, well, I don't, I don't need to see, I don't want to see Hulk Hogan wrestle. I didn't want to see him wrestle then because it was like, yeah, he's, he was broken down <laughs> 10 years ago. And what's he going to do now? I don't, I don't want to watch him wrestle because it's actually, it's going to make me cringe because I think he could be paralyzed in the middle of the ring. Ric Flair had like the most ideal retirement send off, even though he didn't want to retire. Vince McMahon kind of made him, but it's like, at some point, dude, you got to retire. And that's a pretty good way to that's a pretty good way to to go out against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, have a big send off with all your friends and family, and uh, and then he came back to TNA, and so that that company kind of got ruined by just bringing in too many big stars, not focusing enough on their on the younger talent, and then what happened over the next few years? The younger talent left. AJ Styles left. He went to Japan, and then he went to WWE. Samoa Joe left. All these, all these, all this talent left, and and they had to like TNA shut down for a little while, and they switched networks, and they weren't on for. There were a few months where they weren't even on TV at all. So all this momentum they built up for all these years, all this brand loyalty went out the window, and that's kind of feels like what's happening at WWE now. WWE is so much bigger than TNA ever was or ever will be that they're just you know. They're going to be okay, and they're they're focusing on the much younger crowd, and that's going to they're going to be just fine. But I just hope, for the sake of the wrestlers, it, it sucks losing your job. Sucks no matter how much you're making, no matter what it, it sucks. If you're not ready and you're just getting started and you have your goals and they and they just the rug gets pulled out from underneath you, it sucks no matter what. So. I hope that uh, in addition to AEW being successful and now Ring of Honor is going on hiatus, what the hell does that mean? Are they going to come back? Yeah, I, I hope so, but that's, that's never a good thing. It's never good. And I will definitely be ordering that pay-per-view because it may very well be the last one, and that's a real bummer. Because Ring of Honor was just so... That was the other... You know, you had NXT doing great things, but you still had all these huge... You know, not huge stars, but soon-to-be huge stars and big big names in their own right in Ring of Honor. And now, you know, there's, there is truly only room for so many wrestling promotions. I guess that's the long and the short of it. Uh, 
TNA, I'm glad that they're still around. I still tape it every week, and I hit delete. I just I don't have time. I don't have time to watch a second of it. Uh, same with Ring of Honor. I tape it every week. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I just can't watch. I have like 12 Ring of Honor episodes on my DVR. I can't watch it. Uh, but I hope that I hope that there's promotions because there's all these wrestlers, and it's like you shouldn't. That's the other thing. Somebody made a great point. It's like, man, I know what it's like to move somewhere, relocate, uproot my whole life, go someplace that you know, leave a place that I really love to go to someplace that I don't really love. And it's not that great. And then have it all come to an end. I know what that's like. And it sucked. But I was still in the same country. So it wasn't that hard to, you know, to, to get somewhere else. These wrestlers, you know, they come out from all over the world. They, they buy a house. They rent apartment. They, you know, they change their, their whole lives to come over here. And then to have it cut short after a few months. Like all the effort that goes, especially during a pandemic, I'm sure to get over here and to move to Orlando or wherever they have to move and then to just have it come to an end. And it's like, uh, okay, now what do we do? So that's why I would love it if, yeah, if New Japan truly became global, just as WWE is is truly a, a global entity. Uh, I would love that to happen in New Japan. I would love that to happen to AEW. And I would love it to to see other things, you know. It shouldn't just be like, oh, we can watch NXT UK that's fine but i would love to just see like an actual uk promotion that gets that gets big attention in in other countries particularly in america or australia mexico japan any any of these places yeah that's enough about wrestling that's enough for uh that's enough for now i think it's just uh yeah wrestling's weird all right see ya